All right, we're here for a special edition of Tennessee Titans Talk. We're going to talk with Landon today about the Washington victory, a really exciting game on Saturday. Landon, what are your initial thoughts? It shouldn't have been as close as it was, but at the end of the day, we won, and we're playing on Sunday night to go to the playoffs. So, I mean, I'll take it. There is bad news. Tell us the latest you've heard on Jarrell Casey. Well, Schefter just tweeted this out about five minutes as we're recording at 11.15 Central. He's going to IR with a sprained MCL, so he's almost certainly done for the year. That's our best defensive player, so. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. How do you think that in Sunday's game against the Colts? It's, it's pretty worrisome because Marlon Mack had a big game two weeks ago, and Naheem Hines is a electric rookie. And outside of Casey, we really haven't had any consistent defensive line guys. So it's, I'm sure they don't want to throw it a ton, so. This just plays into the Colts' hands even more, sadly. If we find if we find a way to, to stop the run and win this game, which uh, we still can, it's a team effort, uh, Who who's going to have to step up and, and kind of fill that void? Well, I think it's, it's just going to have to be a group effort. Austin Johnson, Daquan Jones has been okay this year. I haven't really seen him a ton. Benny Logan. He's been good, I think. Darius Kilgo. Like, someone's – like, they don't have to step in and be a pro bowler, but they got to step in and not let us just get run over by the Colts all, all night. And and now pressure is even more so on guys like Arakpo and Landry and Morgan and Correa. Because now the the interior is struggling. There are really, really our only hope is on the outside. But I thought John Brown and Evans were really good. I think Daquan Jones and – Penny Logan have played well, but they're obviously going to have to go to another level to make up for the, the huge loss of, uh, of our best defensive player and our best player for Earl Casey. So that was really, that was really sad news uh, to hear. Well, what are you hearing latest on Marcus Mariota? I've heard. Absolutely. I know we talked about um, this week, uh, Darrell Casey, we're going to need some, some folks to step up across the defensive line and the defense as a whole. Last week, we said the same thing about um, – our unfortunate loss of Logan Ryan, even notwithstanding the interception return return for a touchdown on the last play of um, of the game Saturday, I felt like Malcolm but- Butler overall acquitted himself well. He had five tackles. He had a tackle for loss. He had a pass defense. Of course, he had that touchdown. What What did you think of Malcolm Butler uh, on Saturday? On TB, he he's he's looked like he has the past two weeks. He looks. Like, he realized that he needs to be stepping up and playing to his contract, and he delivered. I mean, he he, I mean, he's not going to be – he's not a top-five cornerback, whatever. He's not an all-pro, but he, these past couple of weeks, he's he's really stepped up, and he's been playing very well. We I mean, just need him to be an NFL play. starter at this point, and that's that's what he's been the last couple of weeks, wouldn't you say? Yeah, he's, he's not a liability no more. He's not getting burnt all the time. He's a decent tackler. I mean, what more can you ask of him? Right. That's a good like, point. Yeah. I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna be out playing outdoors at home versus a bad team, you've gotta have crazy good fans in the or a good history of winning around you. Like the Patriots do. Like they they'll they'll sell it out versus the Jets next week, no problem. Right. Yeah, that and that's um it's tough to compare our fan base to theirs, but I I, I would like to see a little more and I and I think we'll probably see that. Uh, on Sunday in what is essentially a playoff game. You've heard on Marcus Mariota. Well, Vrabel in his press conference said, 
It's the stinger, as we already knew, but it is not related to his previous injury, the one from Miami in that weird game where he had, he had that strange half glove and he couldn't really feel the ball, and it took him a while to get back into game shape. So that's good news, to say the least, but that's nothing really definitive. He didn't say if it's a bad injury, if if Marietta will be out. All he said is it's not related to the previous injury, which Seems is like he, good news. Yeah. Seems like he left it wide open whether he was going to play um, uh, in Week 17. Uh, that's scary for a Titans fan. Um, Blaine Gabbert um, represented himself well, put us in position to win uh, the game Saturday against uh, you know a poor and uh, injury-riddled Redskins team. Do, do we have a chance to win on Sunday with Blaine Gabbert at quarterback? I would say, well, in the NFL, anything can happen. In it's Sunday night. If we win, we finally beat Andrew Luck and the Colts to make it to the playoffs. So the narrative is both on our side and against us because we could easily fall flat on our faces and embarrass ourselves on national TV. But and Blaine Gabbert is definitely not Marcus Mariota, but based on the second half adjustments, now he has eight days to prepare. I think we do have a chance. It's just significantly less now. Landon, there's no line on this game Sunday. Of course, basically a play-in game for the playoffs after Pittsburgh loses yesterday, and uh, it's really exciting. But the Mariota news and the Jarrell Casey news, uh, he's such a valuable uh, you know, part of this team and the strength of this team, uh, the uh, defense and uh, the run defense especially. But Mariota is different because I think those guys can somehow on defense find a way uh, – to perform and for us to win this game. I, I worry about us without Mariota, even as inconsistent as he's been. We, I think we need him to win on Sunday. Um, tell me about this game obviously has been moved to flex. It's the Sunday 720 game. Um, there's no line for this game. And although we're not, we're not gamblers, we do watch that closely because a lot of smart people set those t- kind of things. What, what do you read into the fact that there's no line yet? I would say it's a combination of, they're still reacting to the news that it got moved to Sunday night. I'm sure if it were still a noon game, things might be out. And they're probably waiting to see what money is coming in so far to see how the average person is reacting to the Mariota and Casey news. Right. Because if Wednesday, Vrabel comes out and says, oh, we have to play Blaine Gabbard, then the line's going to jump if it's not already set. So I think they're just waiting and feeling out just the extent of our injuries because – the Colts are injured. Obviously, every team is injured, but our injuries are two, are two, are two probably most important players. Yeah. So I'm sure Vegas wants to keep it as close to the chest as possible until they know for sure. Okay, excellent. Because if I were to guess, I would say Indy's probably favored by two and a half or three just because they've always had her number. But right. if it comes out that Gabbard's, Gabbard is out, it could jump another three points. So, absolutely, sure I think you're. I think you're right. They might be waiting to see something more definitive at quarterback because that does change the line. There's no question. Tennessee Titans are winners of four straight, which is um, the the longest streak, uh, current streak in the NFL. Um, are we on a roll, or have we played bad competition? What, what What do you read into that? I would I would say that, except for the Washington game, I would have said we are on a roll because we came back against the Jets. Obviously, we killed the Jags, and Henry broke out. 
we shut out the Giants. Henry continued to be great. And then we struggled with Washington up until the very end. And part, part of that is because Mariota went out. But at the same time, I think if you're, if you're a playoff team, you, sh- you shouldn't be struggling with these kinds of games, even though teams across the league do. But for, th- for this team, I think it might have been the wake-up call they needed. In a way, they might have gotten a bit complacent with three straight wins. I think part of it is bad competition. I mean, the Jets and the Jags are both going to pick in the top ten, and New York is right behind them. And Washington, right. Washington has bottomed out because they're just they've lost half their team to injuries. Right. This isn't a murderer's row. We're not we're not just killing te- killing playoff teams left and right. But four four straight wins is four straight wins. I mean, you can, in the NFL that's big. No Absolutely, what. you take whatever win you can get. That's the nature of you're going to get usually going to get a competitive game or can get a competitive game uh, every Sunday. The Titans had 291 total yards against the Redskins. They did not turn over the ball, which I think is important. They, um, they, they lost time of possession, but sometimes that's misleading, and they had 20 first downs to Washington 17. What did you think of the play calling on Saturday, the, the I, offensive play calling? I've been big on riding Derrick Henry in. This week he kind of settled back down to earth. He he didn't have at the, at a minimum 170 yards and two touchdowns, like he's at least had over the past two weeks. And I, it was interesting that they kind of went away from him and on to Deion Lewis for a bit. And then obviously Mariota going out at half changes up a lot of stuff because you can't trust Blaine Gabbert the way you trust Mariota. But overall, I felt it was a pretty – I think it was a solidly called game by Lafleur. Yeah, I didn't really like the, I didn't really like the play call. I think right after Mariota got hurt, where they went on second down, they got tackled inbounds and they just let the play clock wind down. Mm-hmm. Then Gabbert threw an incompletion. I guess they just wanted to get to halftime and take the three points. But right, especially coming off that injury and all that. Yeah, absolutely. I understand why they didn't, but you still, I still would have liked them to be aggressive. Same here. And it was good to see them um, go with the game plan for Henry, even though it didn't uh, result in 175 or 200 yards. You, they still hung with it, and, and they wound up um, controlling the game for the most part, and uh, especially the second half and winning. Uh, the attendance, as noted, probably paid attendance at um, uh, just under 61,000, uh, which is about 8,000 uh, from a sellout. It seemed maybe three-fourths full uh, to me. Um, do you you probably expect to sell out Sunday? Is that right? I mean, if Sunday night football against the Colts with with a win taking you to playoffs doesn't get this city and these fans to get a sellout, then I don't know what will. I mean, what more can you ask from a team to get its to get its fans to come to a game? Right. It's been interesting to see kind of the the tepid nature of our fan base in the last month. I don't know if it's been the weather. Or um, you know some some disappointing games early, but um, on this roll, um, the the home games, anyways, have seen um, you know not not empty, and the fans that are there have been have been energetic and it's been good. But I, I would have expected more folks in the in the stands on Saturday. By injuries, mm-hmm. that they kind of have the stigma of a really bad team, and people aren't going to go out and spend the Saturday before Christmas on an afternoon game, even though it's the Titans versus a bad team. We will have at least three straight nine and seven seasons, even if we lose. Exactly. And like I, I don't 
know if the average fan has that context. A lot of most fan bases uh, would, would would go for that, and it doesn't sound great. But uh, you know, there are a lot of bad teams out there in the NFL, and I, and I think we've got to have some context of coming off five wins in two years, and then we get um, at least nine and seven. Uh, yeah, we want more, and it's okay to want more, but we we've got to keep that in the back of our mind, right, as a fan base. Oh yeah, I mean, this is the first time ever that the Titans have won, have had three straight winning seasons. So wow. I think it feels like a letdown because we expect so much more out of Mariota in the offense, and and but the exotic smash mouth and injuries have kind of have made it really ugly the past couple of seasons that it looks worse than it actually is. Yeah, I think that's just kind of diluted the view of how this team is because three straight nine seven seasons is a pretty is a pretty good mark in the NFL. I thought Taewon Taylor and Corey Davis uh, played well considering uh, the, the sort of lim- limitation uh, we put on offense and sort of the strategy we had there. Both had three catches, uh, Taylor for 64 yards, um, uh, Corey three for 45. Uh, I, was, I was more or less impressed with their execution of the game plan. What did you think of our receivers on Saturday? I mean, can, I think this was the first time in the last – well, even all season that the receivers had an excellent game overall. I mean, I didn't see any bad drops when they were wide open, any half-hearted, half-hearted routes that turned into turnovers, any bad blocks. Considering Mario was pressured all day, he never really had time to let things develop. And I was really impressed with with Berkser's performance, even though he's technically a tight end. He had a few clutch catches that helped sustain drives. Yeah, that's a good point. Berkser uh, for the game, two for 16. Uh, but they, they did seem timely. Uh, as far as Gabbard goes, it generally, yes. he's uh, He comes in and he's going to limit your offense. He was 7 of 11 for 101 yards uh, and a touchdown, uh, QBR 77. So definitely was impressed with him to to come in and, and uh, kind of steer us toward, to, toward a victory. Uh, we mentioned earlier Derrick Henry, 21 carries, 84 yards, four yards of carry and a touchdown. That's impressive for me, if not on paper, uh, that he that he did help control the game, and he was there when we needed him. And uh, and I think that sort of effort uh, is is uh, key to us winning that game. Would you agree? No question. I mean, with Mariota out, time of possession and ball control really is really what won us the game in the second half because we didn't have a ton of possessions in the second half, but I feel like overall we capitalized pretty well on them, where. We got into where we eventually clawed back the lead, um, and it was and Washington never really found a rhythm. I thought because whenever we got the ball, even if we never really did anything, we still just grinded the clock down. So Ryan Suckup uh, missed an extra point on uh, on Saturday. Do you read any anything into that? He's been super consistent for us. That's not the first extra point he's missed this season. Um, is there, is, is there any trouble there? I I don't think so. I mean, this year has been weird for kickers. I mean, Justin Tucker, he, he, he's recently been playing like the best kicker ever has become human. I think part of that is just like PATs are moved back. Uh, the wet, the weather obviously isn't always ideal. I think we've kind of been spoiled by suck up. I mean, he had the longest streak ever in NFL history for field goals made from under 50 yards. So for a couple, for a while, it's just we get in under 50 and he was just automatic. But 
he's not always going to play like that. So when he regresses to the mean, it just seems like he's starting. He's slowed down a bit. But I think he's been fine. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Landon, are we seeing the last of Adrian Peterson in the NFL? I don't think so. I mean, he's set over a thousand yards this year. He's got, he's on his fourth quarterback. His lines hurt. I think there's still a place for him in the NFL. I mean, he really only got the role because Darius Geis, their rookie, got hurt and he got brought in. But I'm sure there's a team out there that'll take him if he wants to keep playing. Right. I I think he plays hard. I think he's clearly physically limited at this point uh, by his standard. But uh, I think you're you could be right. Part of me thought I, I think this could be it for him. But in the last two seasons. Uh, either by trade or him waiting around. Uh, he looks for injury, and someone's going to need him. There's always going to be uh, a real needy team at the end of September, and I, and I guess he'll look for that opportunity because it seems like he wants to continue playing. Well, guys, we'll get back to you in a couple of days. We're going to preview the Colts and talk about um, AFC scenarios uh, for the playoffs. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is uh, being recorded on Christmas Eve, so we want to wish everybody uh, sincerely a happy holiday and a Merry Christmas.